I think. Well, we're both shit at recording things when we're told or that we know that we have to. Yeah. Because both of us start internalising <laughs> and going, oh, fuck, what do we say? I've got to be funny. So I think it's, like, we are, I think it's important. This is an intro. <laughs> like, we're acknowledging it, so we can't be scared by it. It's like facing our demons. Yeah. So we've we've kind of sent the podcast the first episode the pilot episode one which is called soft play yeah a little teaser there go back and listen <laughs> <laughs> and we sent it out to some people and <clears throat> essentially just asked them to listen to it and tell us what worked and what didn't work like you, you look so worried right now <laughs> like you look terrified <sighs> um, and there was some really interesting comments now I like listening to people talk about shit and I, I like listening to people talk about shit that maybe I can relate to I like listening to people talk about shit that is funny or interesting and you and I have been talking about making a podcast for a really long time yeah. and we we perhaps underestimated the capacity to make different things for different needs and different exactly. people and, and we, we want to we want to supply yeah what you man need. I want to give you what you need <laughs> should we change the name of this to jive talking jive talking yeah I quite like the Bee Gees it could be contentious but so do I yeah. I, don't, I don't see anything wrong with the Bee Gees nah. yes the pitch isn't for everyone but it's, it's it works yeah it does same with Abba and say what you want Barry <clears throat> Gibb but you know what man oh my god I was in a pub in Brighton this is not a story where I tell you that I met Barry Gibb oh, if, only, really if only that were true but so I'm sat in this pub and we're out in, it's, got, it's this pub called the Walrus in Brighton and it's it's a really cool pub actually that's irrelevant but it's a cool pub <laughs> and you've got this kind you've got these like two balcony type things and they're kind of inside but outside so you can smoke out there oh right, okay um anyway <laughs> i'm sat with a couple of people having a beer having a fag you know waxing lyrical as you do and this guy walks out and he is if you imagine if gib hadn't been in the bgs but had been in like Judas Priest. <laughs> it right. was it was Rob Halford slash Barry Gibb, right? <laughs> he comes out he comes walking out, and when I say he comes walking out, he is fucking walking. He has his own he's he's yeah. <laughs> and he comes striding out into the courtyard. He's got a like a blue trench coat. He must be a man, I don't know, in his sixties. Full mm. fake tan. Yep. Like Barry Gibb style, really, really kind of focused beard, <laughs> and then he has this hair. Now, we're all a fan of a mullet. Yeah. So <clears throat> it was somewhere between mullet and wig. <laughs> right. <laughs> wig. But it was as, it was like a, a li- it was like a fucking <laughs> lion's mane, right? It was it was sort of graying, but with this kind of sort of chocolate auburn blonde patch running down the back. 
and it had curled under. So you know when you're at school and dinner ladies used to wear hairnets. Yeah, and yeah. their hair That's what it was like, but without the hairnet. Oh my god. Right? He comes out, he leans on the bar, he puts his foot up on the bar pole thing. No, kick right, thing, yeah. kick thing. He's wearing the most... He obviously... I mean, in fact, you know what? What What's he wearing on his feet, Lee? Uh, I would guess it's something like crocodile boots. You're exactly right. <laughs> crocodile skin boots with a thick, wedged Cuban heel. <laughs> right? And then he pulls out of the inside of his pocket a big ceramic pipe. Lights that motherfucker. Then... I look at his hands. On every single finger, he is wearing a, wi- a ring, which is frankly too big. <laughs> right? <laughs> the ring goes from like bottom of finger to like middle, just above mid knuckle, shall we call it? <laughs> and they're like a gold skull. One's like a big horseshoe on literally every finger. And I, I looked over at him, and there was conversations going on all around. And I looked at him, and I just thought. Fuck yeah. <laughs> because that man in that moment did not give a fuck what anyone thought of he him. He was just the coolest dude in the room. He was just like, I'm here, I'm smoking a pipe, I've got this weird kind of Barry Gibb vibe going on. <laughs> I I look great. I feel great. Soak me up. I, drink me in. <laughs> Intravenously place me into your veins. Because this not is, me. This is good as it fucking gets. <laughs> and I just thought... The power of Gib. Do you know what I mean? Like, fair play. You are channeling the inner Gib. And you, <laughs> inner gib. quite frankly, are fucking nailing it. <laughs> well played, sir. Yes, well, sir. Played. well done. So it's come to my attention yeah. that in the first episode, mm-hmm. uh, there was a few things that <laughs> may or may not have been, um, shall we say, embellished within <laughs> some of the things we spoke about. Well, you know, look, in, in terms of continuity, it's important, I think. So when we say something that maybe doesn't come across properly or maybe needs a little bit more expanding and that outlet that segment of the show is called fucked it boys <laughs> it was going it. so well but <sighs> fucked it oh, fucked it boys <laughs> so <laughs> oh great so <laughs> if, <laughs> so if we fuck up people have to tell us we fucked it boys yeah fucked it boys um so yeah I've got some things unfortunately most of it was me right which, I mean, I'm fine with. I've come to terms with it now. <laughs> I've got over it. So, the first one was... Um, I, for some unknown reason, went tumbling down a rabbit hole in talking about Fred and Rose West. Right. Now, obviously, <laughs> I couldn't remember Rose West's name at the time. I kept saying Hilda. Now, I think... Ogden. Yeah, Hilda Ogden. <laughs> I think I was, uh, I was getting confused with Myra Hindley. Mm. Was the hate of the HR? It's there somewhere, yeah. So I, I, be, I believe that I said there was something to do with um, uh, it was environmental tests, yeah, which uh, I realise is definitely one of the plot lines in Breaking Bad. <laughs> When Bill Burr and he, she gets Skyler to come with Bogdan and he tests the soil and they're like, "That's nah, fucked," and that's how she gets him to sell the car wash. Oh, that's it. Yeah. So, I, so essentially, what happened was Fred West admitted it. 
and then told them <laughs> the police where the bodies were. <laughs> and you just made up. Yeah, a story. I just made up an entire thing. Oh, I've so, heard your version. Well, I do helps. too. And you know, look, maybe one day I'll make it into a a film or you know a short something <laughs> you know um so that's the first that's the yeah that's the first one the second is not really a fucked it boys but i was talking about the um serial killer because as as i said last time big on serial killer chat and as you said quite rightly it, it's about the, the chase that's what's really oh, interesting yeah, psychological and i was talking insane. about uh, uh, a guy in texas who used to like surgically remove eyelids and eyeballs and stuff um oh yeah i forgot about that conversation. yeah yeah so yeah. so the guy who did that was a, a guy called charles albright I, I kind of remembered and like he's like some dark shit man <laughs> so yeah if you're interested go and check that out um the last I, might, I might give it a miss if that's all right. Well, you, but you say that, but it's interesting, isn't it? See, I was having a conversation the other day when we were talking about um, the snoring. Imagine if a snore wasn't a snore. <laughs> right. So we were replacing the snore noise with other noises, right? <laughs> so this was my favourite one. Imagine, lo- right, so imagine, and you at home, the listeners, can imagine this too. You're lying in bed next to the one you love, your beau, right? Maybe you haven't been together that long. You're nervous because you think, mm. they fall asleep. You're just drifting off and you realise they snore and this is the noise they make. <laughs> like a really sad, like when you let, let air out of the balloon. <laughs> So yeah, that's. <laughs> so yeah, that was. What's the worst? Is yeah. that the worst? No, I think it could get worse. Well, I mean, that's still relatively within the realm of a snore, isn't it? Because it's a XL. It could be anything. It could be. Yeah, imagine that, that was a snore. That'd be so fucking annoying. <gasps> <laughs> like a squeak. <laughs> Where they get sleep apnea, and it takes like an extra couple of seconds to happen. <laughs> Huh? And you, <laughs> you think the pause, you're like, I oh, fucking stopped. And then, uh, mate, I, fucking, when I was a kid, there, in my old, uh, in my old family house, there was a wood pigeon. Well, I think it was a, my dad always said that was a wood pigeon. I don't right. know what fucking wood pigeon is, but apparently a wood pigeon. And I'd wake up in the morning, and it would go, and it wouldn't do the last. Who? <laughs> <laughs> it used to fucking drive me insane. It'd, it'd wake me up. And I'd lie there waiting. It always the song. Yeah. And then, and then it wouldn't go back. It would just go. Hoo, hoo. I was like, no, that's not the rhythm. What are you doing, mate? It used to drive me fucking nuts. <laughs> fucking wood pigeons. I think it's hateless time. Uh, yes. It is. Hate list time. List of So, hate. a list of things. <laughs> all listy. We can't do Ooh. that every time. <laughs> listy hate hate. List. We sh- you know what we should do? We should do our own jingles. Like we do like a, like a, that that could be our jingle. And don't now, be angry. <laughs> no, don't like be pissed. <laughs> Just sit there and put it on your hate list. That is one of the best things you've ever done, period. <laughs> Like that is you've got two children and that's one of your best achievements. <laughs> that's right. That there. is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> absolutely fantastic. So the hate list, um 
is a list of shit that we hate, yeah. but not big shit. Things that are bugbears, the grind our gears. The tiny little things. Yeah, and we, we encourage everyone to do the same and get things off your chest. Now, I'm pretty sure... Did you go first last time or did I? Uh, I think I did. So shall I go first this time? It's your turn, yeah. Right, now, so... <sighs> addition of my hate list. Vape cafes. <laughs> go, right, go on. Right, now, I, I smoke, that's fine. Yeah. I... Excuse me, I'm eating uh, some crisps. Yeah, you go snuffle some prong beaks. <laughs> That's what I call prong cocktail. Well, like, to be fair, I don't call them I heard someone call prong beaks. Prong cocktail uh, Pringles. No, prawn I'm, not, I'm not eating them anymore. <laughs> I fucked it, boys. <laughs> I fucked it, boys. I live fucked it, boys. I can't even think about it because now I'm just thinking I'm eating beaks. <laughs> um, yeah, so vape cafes. The vaping thing is a pain in the ass anyway. I don't want to walk behind someone and then <laughs> blow four tons of weird blueberry smoke, <laughs> smoke in my fucking face, oh. right? I hate it. I hate it. Sticky lungness. But fake vape cafes, you can't see anything in there. <laughs> Like you literally got it's like a shit version of stars in their eyes. <laughs> like you, you can't see a fucking thing. And it's that they're like honestly, there's obviously loads of things, social trends and these things that happen and move quickly. Yeah. But vaping seems to be this like it's not going away. No. Like there these vape shops that kind of look like weird like Apple genius bars. Well, well, yeah, you've, got, you've got the two kinds that I've seen. You've got the Apple Genius vape Bar vape station, single vape station, yeah, like yeah, a little yeah. row, and then nothing else. Yeah, and then you've got the full-on Amsterdam cafe about the weed. Yeah, and it's just so what? What? Like, yeah, I don't. You know, even if I vaped, I don't know if I'd want to go in a room with people vaping all different flavours yeah. like fucking dragons everywhere and yeah. try and drink a coffee that I can't see. Well, yeah, it's, it is a very, very strange thing. But I think the thing that's worse is. People's attitudes. No, I'll tell you what's worse. Them. I'll tell you what's worse. Vape athletics. What is that? Have you not seen it? No. It is the conjuring of shapes with the vape. Oh smoke. fuck off! Have yeah, you, I have, have you seen, seen that? the toy. Yeah, what are you achieving with? <laughs> oh, I can spear. I can blow an arrow through a circle. Like, go and do something <laughs> productive with your fucking life. Like, how is that helping anyone? I mean, I, yeah. I mean, that's what you have to help it. But yeah, I didn't. Is it called vape athletics? I hope so. That if it's not then it should well, be, but then it shouldn't because that makes me hate it even more. But I tell you, this was, and I can't, look, I have to admit that this is not my, I didn't hear this, but someone told me okay. that they were outside having a cigarette with someone who was vaping. Right. And obviously someone's vaping and blowing the smoke in your face. And if you're a smoker, they always want to talk about vaping. They always want to try and convince you to vape or talk about how long they've been vaping or what kind of vape pipe fucking thing they've got. Right. So this person who told me this story is having a really reluctant conversation with a dude who's vaping. Okay. And he's kind of talking about all the benefits of vaping and like how great it is, whatever the fuck. Um, and he said, to, he said to my friend who told me this story... Um, yeah, you know, vaping gets a pretty hard rap. Um, a lot of people have got negative things to say about it at the moment, but what can I say? I just love chasing the cloud. Chasing the cloud. He did not. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wasn't there, but yeah. 
Chasing the cloud. Chasing. A, you're not chasing a fucking thing. You're blowing it. Blowing the cloud blowing would be better. Yeah, honestly. Chasing the cloud. Chasing the cloud. Well, like, like Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds chasing I dragons. I mean... Like, is it his crack, is it? Baby is my life. But has, ch- he, has he got vape life tattooed across his, well, ch- his fucking up above stomach? There are. I mean, gangster. I'm surprised that we haven't seen an influx of vaping-related... Like apparel, like you get with veganism now. I mean, veganism's a hot, let's not go down that road right now because it's <laughs> it's there are elements of veganism that I find really frustrating. Like the other day when I was in Brighton, and it's similar to the whole chase the cloud vape thing. Oh. And it was a vegan. Uh, and I know it was a vegan. Don't know who it was. Didn't have a conversation, but I know it was a vegan because they were wearing a t-shirt, and on the t-shirt it said "Tofu doesn't scream." <laughs> <laughs> right. And I was kind of like, look, everyone's entitled to their own shit. Like, it's cool, you do you, I'll do me, it's fine. But, I mean, I saw a guy also, I mean, it's Brighton. I mean, Brighton has a lot of, of vegans. I and, love Brighton. And yeah, it's an amazing place. But a guy who came in, you know, those fucking really tight cycling hats with yeah. the really pointy yeah. peaks <laughs> that look like kind of skull caps with a peak on it. Yeah, instantly and makes you look French. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and on the sign it said vegan cyclist. Why are you telling me that? Oh, well, I felt, I mean, but I felt like going up to him and saying, does being a vegan make you a better cyclist? Does, being Does a cyclist make you a better yeah, vegan? Yeah, <laughs> Does cycling make tofu taste loads better? Is it a warning? What would uh, a warning cyclist <laughs> like avoid conversation? <laughs> Most boring because, man alive. Yeah! I'm going to be a fucking pretentious If you speak dick. to me, yeah, bearing yeah. in mind I'm wearing Lycra, yeah, oh, yeah, this is yeah. going to be a long conversation. Yeah. yeah, I mean... That's what I can't stand. I know, man. You know, I know you've said this to me before. I mean, my, my hateless entry would be yeah. cyclists wearing Lycra. Yeah. And specifically the ones that are going to work, because they're only travelling a couple of miles, they're not doing the Tour de France. <laughs> if you're doing an actual sport, <laughs> dress like you're doing that sport. Yeah, if sure. If you're going to work... Don't wear boots that haven't got anything except clips in the bottom of them <laughs> that will make you slip all over the place. <laughs> or maybe don't wear a sky racing fucking like the <laughs> super tight short set with peak cat. No, you don't need that. No. And then like the light situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like a fucking spaceship. Now, when I, when you know I'm driving my car and I used to be a cyclist for many years. I've only been driving for like two years. Yeah, yeah. So it was when I was thirty I, I started driving. So before that I was a cyclist, but I at no point did I wear Lycra and I had two lights on my bike. Yeah, and you used to cycle like fucking twenty five miles a day yeah. back into yeah, from yeah, work, yeah. didn't you? Well, that was it. I was a I was a very fit chap. <laughs> gone. Oh, how time oh, has changed. Gone. <laughs> um, yeah, but as I say, like, oh, oh, you know, cycling, I'd, I'd wear shorts in the, in the summer and I'd wear jogging bottoms in the winter and I'd have one light on the front, which was mm. white and solid, and one light on the back, which was red and solid. You could see me coming, you could see me go. Great. Yeah. Spaceships, like you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flashing strobe lights, like, is he 50 foot away? No, he's on my bonnet. Fuck. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, what, oh, I'll tell you what I'm going to wear as well. I'm going to wear my uh, my Tour de France special nighttime black attire <laughs> yeah. with one single stripe reflective because you'll be able to see that over everything else that is black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 
Just fuck off, mate. It is really annoying. You don't need to stand Boardman Racing's six grand's worth of bike to go two and a half miles down the fucking road. No. And then have a shower when you get to work. Do that at oh, home! Dog! Do it at home! There's, you have a home. There's someone I work with, and it's not happened so much recently, but every morning I turn up at work early because I live far away, so I have to leave early, get in, and sometimes I'd want to have a shit, right? Yeah. And sometimes I'd want to have a shit in the disabled toilet when there's no one else in the building but it's a disabled toilet slash shower right and every single fucking morning that i'd go in there for a shit <laughs> she'd be in there having a shower and then it got so bad right the what you'd either walk in for a shit and because it was like a wet room the floor would be soaking <laughs> so you have to like pull your trousers and pants down but not but, too far but not too far because <laughs> i was getting soaking wet and she started leaving her towel and flannel i mean a it's 2018 why are you using a flannel in the shower like come on and she just leave it hanging over like the the, the bar you know f- to yeah, help yeah. you to stay she just leave it there all day it's like it's not your. It's not an ensuite. And she worked. She worked in a block on the other side of the college. Yeah, she used to come into my building to have a shower. Like, how fucking sweaty are you? Where are you riding I, from? I used to work in a very prestigious office building. Yeah, you do. And again, it was the same situation. People travel from miles away. I understand that. But one guy would ride. And he would have said shoes with clips in. He would clip into his, his Stan Borman special and he would Le Mans all the way down <laughs> to the front day. Right. He'd dive off his bike and then, of course, he'd have the slippy shoe situation. But he had a way around it. Take fuckers off. What, he just... He'd what? walk barefoot. Through what, so he didn't have another... He would walk in cyclist shorts. So he's in full lycra as it is. So you can see everything anyway. And now he's leaving yeah. sweaty feet patches in I mean it was prestigious the atrium was huge it was massive yeah and didn't it have like a kind of fronted building like a sort of smoked glass almost tiled floor yeah and it you know it was incredible and he would just go oh for fuck no no. good morning oh so he was like he was is he cool doing your shit morning this is normal (laughs) it's not normal normal. get your fucking shoes up it's not normal I'll tell you what you got a bag on your back with your clothes in because you've obviously got a suit in there. Yeah. Put some shoes in there as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. some sandals. Well, yeah, a pair of a pair of pool sliders. I don't, I don't care. Like it's better than your oh, dirty, pump sweaty, on. gloopy feet gliding uh, across the And you just see floor. the cleaners like in the corner, like oh, fucking it. <laughs> yeah. Just looking at him, all huddled round mops like witches oh, round a cold. It's like when he turns his back, girls. <laughs> like, I'm just fucking fuming with him. <laughs> Poor girls. <laughs> the arrogance. That's fine. Fucking wants to be. Fucking <laughs> wants to be. Why is it that when you're telling something off, you normally do like a Cockney accent? Don't fuck me about, you dickhead. <laughs> yeah, I do it sometimes when I go in and buy, uh, like, fags or something. Yeah, I thought you a pair of air double ketchup, please, darling. <laughs> yeah, I don't know You why. put the voice on. I only noticed it because I was on the phone to someone the other day and I had my headphones in. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just going to the petrol station, like, uh, uh, you know. And then they started going, like being on hold. Yeah. And then afterwards they were like, you realise that you go full geezer. Hello, darling, yeah, can I have a 40 pair of air double ketchup, please? 
So why? <laughs> why am I? Who am I trying to impress? You need to do that, otherwise you can't buy fags. Also, if like my, I don't know, like my mechanic who fixes my car. Like, hello, mate, how's it going? Fucking hell, so you for ages. <laughs> it's like Mickey Pierce from Only Fools and Horses. Hello, Rodney. <laughs> it's like, why, why have you got to completely abandon who you are as a person? <laughs> Just to, like, I don't feel comfortable backing in a lorry. Oh, no, well, you can't. You're not allowed. Oh, you have to be a banksman. You need to actually have a qualification. What the fuck's a banksman? A banksman is the chap that stands there and goes, Go on, Ed. That is not a thing. That's a bank, and he has a qualification. He's a qualified banksman. A qualified. You need banksman. to be qualified to stand there and invite his jacket and go, stop. <laughs> That's it. You know what? I often, and I don't actually know the reason why this happens or or how legitimate it is, but sometimes I think about like the shittest jobs in the world. Yeah. Like the like the things you just feel like there's no way I want to do that. Yeah. And the one that gets me is the bloke, and it's normally a bloke who presses the button on temporary traffic lights to make them change. That, that's awful. I mean, or, like, the stop and the go fucking signs. Yeah. Like, what a shit job. Just stood there like, all day. How, yeah, like, what the fuck is that? That, is I, that would suck. I mean, I've, I've got I've got one. You mentioned that. Sort of a pointless job. Yeah. Well, not a pointless job. Well, it's not... But, no, like, no, uh, it'd be like a shit... For it, me, it'd be a shit job. It's not pointless in the fact that it's giving someone employment and therefore they can Absolute, pay absolutely their bills absolutely. and stuff. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, But yeah. it's pointless in the fact of, if you thought about it, you probably don't need it. No. Expensive hotels, mm-hmm. big ones. Yeah. Normally, countries other than ours. Yeah. But there are some in London where there is an usher in the elevator mm. who presses the button for you. <laughs> Yeah. I could do that myself. Yeah. I'm pretty sure from where I'm standing in this elevator, I can press that button. Also, I mean, it's fine if you're in, like, the Shard or something. There's, like, 500 floors. Yeah. But, yeah, like... <laughs> I, I, I can do this. There's 50 to choose from. I've got to go to 47. I can press that. That's fine. Yeah. But the thing is, it makes it longer. Instead of just walking in and you press it, you walk in, you stand there, and he goes, what floor? Like, I already pressed it by now, mate. I'm on. I'm on my way there normally, and now I've got to explain, right, so what are you doing today? I t- mate, it's just... Oh, I'll tell you another pointless job toilet attendants in nightclubs that was my second one yeah of my two choices then yeah I, I went with the other but yes like I've got nothing against the people who work they're in great there, but it's like are they employed by the club do Did they you... sneak in under the guise of moonlight <laughs> and just hide Did in there got a box because it, got turns a in, it turns into a pound of piss yeah you got a, they pound you a paper towel, and I, I'm not using paper towels normally. I'm just wiping it on the back of my trousers. I do that thing where you put your hands under the hand dryer for about ten seconds. You wipe on your trousers anyway. Yeah, hand dryer is totally fucking pointless. Do you want a spray of this random cologne? Also, no, I don't want a lollipop in a club. No. I'm a thirty year old man. I don't need a fucking lollipop hanging at me. God, walking around a pub. I remember one once he tr- uh, a guy tried to do it to me, and he was like, um, no spray, no lay. <laughs> I was just like, what? Yeah, I'd give him a pound just for that ride. I was like, that's yeah. good. I like no that. No spray, no lay. No, yeah, that was... That was but no, I, I don't get that as a job. Like, who employs there? Could, could like, say, like, tomorrow, could we, could we just rock up in... Can, can we be your toilet attendant yeah, on just, Friday and Saturday night? Yeah, just walk in, just... Because all you're investing... I mean, you're investing in some chubba chops um, yeah. and a few kind of half-used bottles of aftershave. <laughs> Probably get them on Facebook. Yeah. Buy and sell. Yeah. Oh, man, some of the fucking shit you get on that thing. Like, Shoes. One missing. 
Well, I told you about the time on eBay I was sending a pair of Vans. Yeah. And the picture had I took as you as you often see with like photos of shoes I had one shoe in the box and one shoe on top of the box and I took a photo of it and someone emailed me saying I've made a bid but I just want to check that the auction is for two shoes and not one because <laughs> if it's one I don't want it <laughs> Only selling one shoe. Obviously, who oh. fucking sells one shoe? That's good. Yeah. <clears throat> so the, yeah, the kind of jobs where you're like, hmm, does that need to be a thing? So you put into a petrol station. Yeah. Get out of the car. Yeah. Guy comes over. Yeah. Do you want me to fill that up for you, sir? <laughs> no. I managed to drive here, so right. Why do I? <laughs> and then you go, no, no, I'm cool, thanks. And they get arsey about it. <laughs> it's like you're not working on commission and I'm assuming you're getting paid a wage so it doesn't matter whether you fill up one car or a million cars today you are going to get paid as you should you are providing a service that's fine but I don't need someone to fill up my car with petrol because what am I supposed to do I go into the shop <laughs> and I wait until well, I've got no idea how much is going uh, in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they say to you how much you want 30 quid okay so you just go you just have to wait you just have to stand in the in the petrol I've station not, shop. I've not had that happen to yeah. me. Yeah, self. What do they call him? A t- uh, attended service fucking petrol filler upper. No, <laughs> pretty sure that's what no, it is. I'd be like, no, you I'm don't. Good. You'd really don't need that. Like, f- like we said, you know. Look, this is not a. It's good. You're getting paid. You're paying your it's way. Great, it's not about you. It's just it's a job just, where there doesn't need. It's to be, the person who's utilised. Yeah, to, the top to do of something your, else. You know, ability. <laughs> yeah, you're doing something that doesn't need. To yeah, be done. The, it's the person who sat there and thought, I know what can make this business more streamlined. <laughs> <laughs> because you know, look, people need people need fuel. Maybe they don't want to fuel their own cars up. They've had a long drive. They've had a long drive. Maybe they just want to stand aimlessly in a forecourt looking at different (laughs) flavoured bags of McCoys, even though they're not hungry, or looking at some kind of weird... Six pound (laughs) Belvitas. I know. I'm not, I'm not six turn If we're going to go back to the hate list, what goes on my hate list is <laughs> petrol station shops yeah. and their pricing because it's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. But firstly, petrol station shop, why is a petrol station shop selling like bacon? Things that you need an oven for? Because I'm pretty sure if you're on a motorway buying stuff at a petrol station yeah, shop, yeah, you're yeah. not going to be able to cook that bacon for a while. You just go buy it wherever you are. I agree. So that annoys me. But then just the cost of everything. Yeah, like, I'm going to go and buy a really small, really shit bag of grapes <laughs> for three pounds. <laughs> Ooh, like, I tell you what, a sandwich <laughs> with a single slice of cheese in it <laughs> yeah. for four pound really looks like a good. It's a meal deal. <laughs> Yeah, me. I can I can get a cup of warm water <laughs> with coffee flavouring in it. I get a bag of crisps as well. Prawn cocktail. I fucking hate prawn cocktail, Chris. Man, like a bird beak, Chris. But no, to be fair though, at petrol stations you do get a phenomenally good selection of crisps. Sometimes, like you don't just you get your walkers. It's a you get your Walkers. I wouldn't thank you for them, right? <laughs> you get your McCoys. They are too thick. They're too girthy. They're too ridged. It's confusing. The <laughs> flavour's really strong. I don't want them. But you can get a grab bag of Skips. You can get your Wheat Crunchies. You can get your Beef Monster Munch. You, right you now, get your Squares. It sounds like you're trying to sell them to me from the inside of your jacket. <laughs> You can get your monster. Right, I've got you, Bush. You want roast beef? I've got roast beef right there. <laughs> and for the ones that really want some adventure, spicy. Because it's like, 
what's wrong with you? Why are you trying to flog me yeah. in these bootleg fucking crisps? <laughs> Scops. I've got... <laughs> Minced and bunch. <laughs> oh god, that is absolutely... You've got some woot creatures. <laughs> woot crunchies! Quavers. Quavers. No, you're just, that's just the way you say it. Quavos. Quavos. Just a load of little rappers <laughs> in a pack. Hey, Quavos. Every time you get one out, it goes, it makes a little fucking noise. That is fucking ridiculous. What the fuck are we talking about? That is about? fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Another hate list? Yeah, what's, no, what's next on the old hatey listy? Okay. So the next on the old listy hate Old listy hate is, um, uh, I've, I've written it as a description, so it's, um, white room boudoir photography. <laughs> right? Now, you, now look. Go the, on. <clears throat> it's, it's when you get... <laughs> Like, fine if you've got kids and you want to immortalise that period of their life and you want a really cute photo of them propped up against something. Yeah. And, fi- like, fine. But when, like, couples move in together and they both go to a fucking professional photographer and pay good money to stand in a white room and do that kind of I'm gonna lean back to back as if we're we're a wacky couple you know how I feel about fucking we're wacky, wacky shit we're wacky wacka wacka yeah or they'll be like one of them will be lying down on the floor like on their belly kicking their heels up in the air uh, and posing and the other one's on their head with yeah their yeah yeah the chin. and you oh, honestly man like why do you need that in your life uh, like I've always said that one thing I really want to do for someone that you know one of my friends is one year go and get like a professional like photo shoot photo of myself and put it on a <laughs> canvas and give it to them for their birthday oh, that's because it's one of those things that it's like it's ironic but it's hilarious like, it's funny uh, yeah oh, and, they, it, and be they're true. stuck with a canvas with my fucking face on it <laughs> but not just like a stupid photo like I'm legitimately posing as if I'm like a Davidoff Mega model, <laughs> like, <laughs> like you're doing a headshot. Yeah. For your so next yeah, white that kind of white room boudoir photography, and you know it even annoys me when the kids get involved. Like dad's dad's lying down, he's got his hands hold, he's fucking no, holding his know, chin, tell, and the kids sat me. on the back. No, I'm gonna stop there. Something more annoying than that is when people do all of that for their pets. Uh, wow. Why? Just I've got I've got two cats. And I fucking lizard. hate them. Yeah, well, actually, Ori's alright. Dude, <laughs> when I came round tonight, I had to go to the car and buy some antihistamines. <laughs> so I could bear to be in your house. <laughs> They're not that bad. Well, I suppose, yeah, Loki was in your face. I was sat on the sofa, and this tiny black cat gets on my knee and is literally putting his nose in my mouth. <laughs> like, g- get the fuck out of my space. I fucking hate cats, man. Like, Ori's cool. Ori's older and kind of chilled. But even she's annoying. That meow. <laughs> it's not even a problem. <laughs> <laughs> she's old. Hey, it's so, low, man. so uh, No, I fucking hate him. I hate cats. But anyway, I would never consider sending my two cats and my lizard as a trio to a white room to have photos done where they're dressed up and posed. Man, see, doing that with your lizard would be absolutely amazing. 
Now I've mentioned it. <laughs> like, it like imagine it just like with a crown or like a top hat. Oh, a top or hat. Or one of those kind of Abe Lincoln. Do, do you think I could get a monocorner? Oh man, it would be that would see that would be funny because you'd be doing it ironically. Yeah, and see no that so that's what not what I'm on about. No, it's it's, it's legit. They do it and then they have that picture up in their hallway, like is that your dog? Yeah. But then it links to another thing on my list which is couples that get a dog and treat it as the child and they're like family goals oh no hey this mate i'm throwing them out left right and center anything that's goals can fucking die yeah well yeah that can die that's what it's literally right there on the list hashtag goals no No. fuck off and secondly don't get wrong i'd love a dog i fucking love dogs they're awesome great but it's not a child and you're not a family no you didn't give birth to it you've actually stole it away from its parents yeah what you, you are have, is thieves. You, you are, yeah, you yeah. Are You're not a family. Child. You're abductors. Yeah. That, Fuck that you. That poor animal is an abductee. Get on abductee. the list. Fuck off. Goals. Anyway, I think it's your turn. <sighs> I suppose it is. On the old... Uh, your family again. <laughs> have the list open, man. It was. You know, you're doing... You're fucking vamping. The, the, uh, the thing. The, Let's the, just... <laughs> and now a short interlude. <laughs> anyway. See, we could do our own jingles. So, go on. On the old Haiti list. Oh, don't. Oh, no, okay, I'll stop now. I'll stop now. Well, <clears throat> le- leading on from things like goals, you know, ah. that word has lost all meaning. A it's, goal used to be a thing that you. It's s- like when people used to say epic. It used to be epic. Now it's just anything. Yeah. Well, sort of going on from that sort of word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of. Your segue in. I got a few. You can have that, because I've just spunked, like, four in a row, so that's fine. Well, so, I say, uh, <clears throat> pretty much anyone who says this or anything similar, anything. Oh, God. I could care less. Yeah. I can't be asked. Uh, no, who says that? Who the fuck are you hanging around with? Get ditch them. <laughs> ditch them. <laughs> I can't be asked. I can't be asked. I'm not asking you anything. I could care less. That's my personal. That drives me fucking crazy. I'm. I'm gonna. I couldn't care less. I. I care so little that there is no possible way that I could care any less about this. I couldn't care less. I could care. Le- That's the American way of saying it, by the way. Right. So all of our American friends, you're being corrected right now. Okay. Because if you could care less, I mean, the grand scheme of things that American people have done, I don't think it's that. No, bad. no. <laughs> I, I don't care. Look, you can keep whatever's going on right now. This needs to be resolved. <laughs> if you if you are reacting to a situation and you say meaning that you don't like said situation yeah. I could care less that means that you care about it at the moment yes. because you could care less if you wanted to <laughs> yeah, but you've chosen not to but, you, but you're actually choosing not to yeah, so what yeah, you want to yeah. say is I couldn't care less yeah couldn't could not could not care yeah anymore yeah there's literally no <laughs> possible way that I could give less of a fuck <laughs> about anything so yeah that that drives me okay so we've got absolutely I, I could out. care less We've got. I can't be asked. Oh. And what was the other one? Uh, uh, the other one was anything. Oh, anything. So instead of anything, 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 nothing. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. Um, well, that's just that's just a catalogue of errors. I nothing. need to. Yeah, but you need to be more specific. 
Ah. Do I? Do I? South. I need to be a large body of water, <laughs> do I? Is that gonna help you in this situation? No, it's fucking not. I mean, words just... Anything sort of relating to language generally drives me nuts if it's not done properly. Like, when you get a, an automated thing on a, a, a... But you ring up and, you you know, you, you, your water's not on and you, you need to pay the bill or whatever. Something's happened. You ring up and you get an automated thing. Yeah. Tell me what it is, in a few short words, <laughs> that you were ringing for today. <laughs> pay my bill. I heard... New tariff. <laughs> No, you didn't. No. Is that correct? No. Say after the beep. Is that correct? Yes or no? No. No, no, no. You, no. I heard no. <laughs> In your own words. <laughs> say the reason for it. And it just drives me fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah. And they never get it right. No, but and, you know what, uh, though? But I think it's interesting because that... Those things that are designed to save time <coughs> that don't. Oh. That that drives me insane because All the simple things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't realise how much time is wasted. Like I realised the other day, driving fucking miles to work and back I have to obviously fill up a lot of fuel. So I pick up the pump, I put the pump in the pump hole, and I go click, 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 click. And you're waiting for and a waited, button. Uh, how in 2018 is that how it's got to work? So that person's service owner, you go in there, it's like boop, beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, because they've got to press fucking a thousand buttons. It's like I, ju- I just want to fill up my car with fuel. Yeah. Why does it have to take me so long? And if someone said, "Oh, that's so that you, you don't steal it," well, I'm pretty sure I could fill it up and drive away anyway. Yeah. Also, there's fucking everywhere you go, yeah, it's CCTV so recognition. Anyway, so you don't want to get very far. And put what we want yeah. in. Yeah. Another thing. And I can understand in a way, but I can't understand. I pulled up to a fairly new garage, or sort of a revamped one, one of the bigger ones on the motorways. And uh, I pulled up, got the nozzle out, and as I removed the nozzle from its holster, as I'm going to call it... Yeah. Like a gun. Like a gun, because it is a petrol gun. Yeah. I picked it up, and it said, uh, You have selected... (laughs) Unleaded. <laughs> yeah. I know. I can see that. Yeah, but and then in my head, at first I thought, "Oh, that's for blind people." <laughs> Did you? How, the, how the fuck are they driving? <laughs> no, it's not. No. Why does that exist? Well, you know why it exists? Because some people have a car and don't know what fucking fuel to put in it. Yeah, but that's not going to help them telling them what they picked up because they still don't know which one's got to go in there. I don't know why it's telling me what I picked up. It's green. It's black and green. You yeah, what if you're colour blind? Well, it says it. Unleaded. Diesel. Not always. Not always it doesn't. We've, we've cracked it. We've solved the case. Because it doesn't always. I mean, I'm saying that and immediately starting to back out. I'm fairly certain that it tells most you... Most places Because most do, places yeah. it says, here's our shit petrol. Here's our super <laughs> yeah. amazing ultra <laughs> mega <laughs> yeah. boner yeah. petrol. <laughs> yeah. and then Which the next obviously like, no one uses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> 50 quid per <laughs> millimetre. Yeah. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Dribble of fuel. That's it, £100. Yeah. So, yeah, totally pointless. It just, it, that just drives me nuts. It's a waste of time. So anything automated, I think, can also go but on you the get, list. Yeah, I agree. But you also, the one that drives me insane is uh, is the bagging self-scan. Oh. The bagging areas. Unexpected item in bagging area. Uh, no, it's not. No, it's not. There's, There's nothing it's what there. I, what I've just scanned. Also, the disdain and the, the anger... When the red, the light goes, and they have to come over and scan it in, they're yeah. like, boop, 
challenge to me. Boop, there you go. And they walk away. It's like, uh, it's you know not my fault. But I know what they're thinking. They're not angry at you. They're angry at that thing. Well, yeah, I hope because so. Because they used to work on a till that was where that it thing was now taken is. taken away from them. And every day, they're reminded that it can't do the job on its own. It mm. needs me, but it's got the position. Yeah. That's what drives them nuts. That's why they come over there and get the machine. I hope so, because I've done very little wrong. <laughs> like, I've just bought some sweet corn. Yeah. And what's yeah, the problem? Sweet corn. <laughs> Mate, I honestly can say to you that I've never bought sweet corn in my life. Ever. Ever. No. Not once. No. Not, not for a party. Sweet corn in a bowl. Come on, man. Sweet corn in a bowl. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? You haven't been to enough parties. No, well, I mean that's true. But when have you ever had? When who put sweet corn in a bowl? Of, I also found out today. One of my students told me this is ridiculous oh. and not a hate list thing, but it's related to corn. She was like, I mean, it's genuine. None of this is staying in. No, ge- well, I don't know. I don't know that it shouldn't because I've got. I'm just about to drop a tasty dough about baked beans. Oh, right, the eyebrow raised exactly. This so this will determine whether it stays in. Okay, or whether right. it's out. So if you're listening to this, we both, or it's particularly Lee, because he's the one, he's the editing whiz. He this this don't. If this makes it in, you know that he has given his seal of approval, <laughs> right? Go on. Then. So, one of my students says to me, "Yeah, I don't. I only like uh, baked bean juice." Right, it's staying in. I was like, wait, what do you mean you only like baked... And she said it really like, yeah, because that's an obvious thing. I was like, what do you mean you only like the baked bean juice? She's like, well, I don't like the beans themselves. I said, okay, why not? And she said, because they... I don't know, the texture reminds me of, like, baby's feet. Of what? Baby's feet. And I said, well, have you ever put a baby's foot in your mouth? She's like, no. I say, so how do you know that? The, no, you're looking at me like that. It gets weirder. And she's saying all this like it's nothing. And she said, yeah, so... And I said, so what do you do? Do you just, like, put the bean in your mouth and then just wriggle it around a bit and then spit said bean out? And she said, no, no, like, when you spoon it, I just kind of spoon the beans out of the sauce. And I said, right. well, what do you do with the excess beans? And she said... Well, my brother eats them. But what? You give your non-sourced beans to your brother. And Is he around every time he shares some beans? Well, apparently so. Apparently so. Apparently they go on crusades. If they, they, if they went out to a restaurant and she happened to have a fry-up and have beans served, would she then get out her phone? Hello, bruv. Yeah. Got some beans here. Yeah, well, that's what I said. I said, is he always on (laughs) So the beans are up for grabs. And then one of the other students chimed in and said, yeah, it's like when people um, lick the the taste, they lick the taste off the Pringle and then put it back in the tub. Like, whoa, 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 hang on a minute. Who the fuck is licking Pringles and putting them back in the tub? That is appalling Pringle etiquette. (laughs) Who is doing that? I mean, I can't get my fucking hands in them anyway. No. So I have to. I just pour. No, I pour. Are you straight pouring to my in? Face. Straight nah, into my face. see, I can't do that because I'd get greasy beard. So what I do is I I take lid, put lid over top, tilt, and you hear the, and they make it down to the top. <laughs> then you peel lid away very slow, and you get about eight, and then you scoop the rest back into the tub, and they all jangle down the tub, and then bosh. I want a diagram. What? Well, I mean, I could give you a diagram, but you words are. <laughs> I was gonna, words paint the words ultimate are picture. like bullets. <laughs> like, what? <laughs>
<laughs> What's that? So yeah, uh, oh. apparently there there is someone in the world who only likes bean juice. Uh, and I, then someone else chimed in and said, "Bruh, beans are disgusting." What do you mean beans are disgusting? They're baked beans. They're just, be- they're just beans. They're like a staple. And this is why I worry about the future of the planet. That's it. So that's exactly what I said. I, I literally did this whole speech. I was like, you know, we're talking about young people and they're dealing with anxiety and depression and and you know gender. And I didn't like the bean juice. Like, this is the real <laughs> fucking problem. Why have you got so much time to think about the differentiating between a fucking tin of baked beans? Fuck that's the hell. problem. You got too much time on your hands. Do some fucking work. going to see you at the drive-in and Def My Above tomorrow in London. Not bad. Well, yeah, because particularly at the drive-in have been on my list for, I mean, since I was about 15. Yeah. So I'm super fucking excited. Well, that's what I was like with Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah. Because it was the same for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. When I was about 14 and then couldn't see him anyway. No, it was it always worked out that way, didn't it? Like yeah. you, I remember I went and you'd gone up north and it was just fucking ah, yeah, I can't, like, I can't handle it anymore. Yeah, yeah. And then finally seeing him, oh, I was a cream dream. Yeah, yeah. I was just I was wet. <laughs> I was constantly moist. Yeah. My my pants were sodden. I'm excited. The only thing is nowadays I think like <clears throat> my attitude towards going to gigs like since since probably about 25. Hmm. I don't know whether you feel the same because we're, you know, both kind of either side of 30 I don't I always wanted to get involved even if I wasn't kind of in a mosh pit yeah. I always wanted to be kind of involved <clears throat> feel, like, feel like you were there yeah but now um, like big big crowds kind of I don't want to say scare me because that's not what it is but I feel like I want to I want to have my own zone yeah you just want to enjoy it yeah I don't want to have to I don't, and I think <clears throat> it's funny because about fuck me two three years ago I went to see Foles at Ali Pali hmm. and Ali Pali is an incredible venue and I've seen a couple of bands there and stuff but what was really interesting is it was just as um, Foles dropped their I think probably third album I know you're not a Foles man but and, and they were getting crazy radio play on Radio 1 yeah and they at that gig because obviously there was quite a few kind of old Foles fans like myself who only really yeah. liked the kind of EP in the first album so they played loads of stuff off the first album and the EP which was amazing yeah and I couldn't believe how many people were talking like I literally couldn't believe it and then the song that was popular at the time on Radio 1 came on the crowd went fucking nuts and and honestly, man, over the last f- couple of years, it it completely blown me away how many, like how much shit you have to put up with at a gig nowadays. Like even gigs that aren't that like fine. If you're going to go and watch, I don't know, the Foo Fighters at Wembley, there's mm. going to be some fucking annoying people there. Of course there are. Yeah. But even smaller gigs, like I've had two recently. I went to see a guy called Cosmo Sheldrake, um, who I've loved forever, massive fan, and we went to see him at the Moth Club in London. And bearing in mind, it's like twelve quid to get in, and. And the grand scheme of things, like he's very popular, but he's a small artist. Yeah. So the people who were going there were like proper Cosmo Sheldrake fans. Yeah. And there's just people having full on. Co- all right, all right, how's it going? Yeah, I'm seeing for it. Shut up, man. Yeah. 
And I went to my second one. I went to see a guy called Richard Dawson, who's fucking insanely good. And it was the first gig I've been to in a, a, a really long time when that kind of shit's been going on. And people in the crowd were like shushing each, like shh. Yeah. And people shut up and they listened. And it, when I came out, I said uh, it was like a mind-blowing experience. Yeah. Because everyone just shut the fuck up eventually took a couple of songs and people have to keep to shut up and then people were just quiet and they were just listening yeah and i don't remember when, when we were younger going to gigs i don't remember that much i mean fucking i'll sound like an eight-year-old man <laughs> but do you know what I, mean? I don't remember it being a place where you go and meet and catch up no, you went there because you were going to. A, you wanted to see this person. Yeah, you paid yeah. money extra uh, to anything you've already paid. Yeah, to go and see someone. It, it's that throwaway now. You know, yeah. there's 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 like twenty five thousand festivals every year. It's ridiculous how many festivals there are now. And music itself, you know, just downloading it and download and pass it to your mate and blah blah. Everything's so throwaway. Yeah. It used to be so hard to. You know, record in between the DJs and all that stuff. That that yeah. song became precious. And Top forty on a Sunday. Yeah, on the on on the tape player. It was a three-hour yeah, yeah. show. You made it six hours because you kept rewinding it. And, and <laughs> yeah, stuff. and you get the the end of the song. <laughs> Bring. And that took your fucking shit. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> I was so close. Bastard. Yeah, Shut yeah, up. yeah, yeah. But you know, I say, <clears throat> and there's so many gigs. And there's so many artists now. Everyone, everyone's a musician. Everyone's a painter. Everyone's a this or that. They've got mm. YouTube. Ch- everyone does so many things now mm. because it's all so available mm. that, like I say, it almost becomes throwaway. It's not special anymore. Well, kind it's of, like, yeah. It's satu- once it becomes saturated, it, it takes the the kind of I don't know the 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 ethos yeah it kind it take, of it takes the feeling it away, kind of it? Satu- yeah it kind of drains anything I, I mean I think yeah with, with music in particular I think it's it's um I think it's quite difficult because and again maybe it's just because we're getting older I guess but I feel like music live gigs and you need to get back to that where where that excitement a lot of the time when i'm going to a big gig i'm more nervous than i am excited just because there's always a bunch of fucking drunken dickheads or there's always that kind of not threat but that kind of fear that you know you're gonna get fucking crushed and you know i didn't give a shit about that when i was younger Mm. but now i'm older and i'm there because i want to enjoy the music the music and the the experience because you know it takes a lot nowadays you know with life getting when you're a kid and you've got money you just fucking do whatever you want yeah Yeah. now you actually you have to pay for for shit yeah Yeah, it's kind of like i bought these out the drive-in tickets like four months ago and I'm like super excited because I've loved them for I mean nearly 15 years and I never thought I'd get a chance to see them because I've seen the Mars Volta and I've seen other kind of variations of I've never seen at the drive-in and then they announced that Death From Above was supporting them who are one of my favourite bands I was like this is going to be a real fucking experience and that means a lot I don't get a lot of free time I work all the fucking time so it's a big deal and I feel like often now live gigs are fucking ruined or potentially impacted by someone who doesn't give a shit and speaking of which I, I actually think I've been that person the person that doesn't give a shit I know you have you were there I was there we went to see Tube Lord 
No, I'd never heard of Tube Law because I actually went there to see. Oh, Tall Ships. Tall Ships, the supporting act. Yeah, yeah. And I fucking love Tube Lord, and they're no longer together, and it's really sad. R.I.P. Tube Lord. Yeah, love Tube Lord. They may well remember me. Yeah. Oh my god, I've just remembered what it is. I can't believe. I remember you being annoyed about something. Now I just remember what it is. If you're not sort of au fait with Tube Lord's music, it's it's math rock, isn't it? Which yeah, I mean it's uh, yeah, it's kind of early, early kind of version of that. dirty, yeah. methy. It's so kind of it's very loud. It's very complicated. It's intricate. It's, yeah. it's you know it's powerful stuff. Yeah, but they've got one song. Yeah, so it totally it's changes tempo. It goes from you know like one forty drastic measures to real gentle. Yeah, it's a song called um, "I Am Azarad." Yeah, and it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is now. Just to put it in context, we were in a quite small venue. Yeah, I can't. I, I'm still pretty to sure it's Brighton Concord. It wasn't. It, it was wasn't. Not. No, it was a venue that no longer exists. And uh, I was talking about it the other day and remembered what it was called. I can't. Well, now. to give you some sort of idea, it was no bigger than thirty foot across. Thirty foot. No, you yellow. could get maybe a yeah. hundred people. Max, yeah, that was it. You? So yeah. it was very intimate. It shall was. We say. Yeah. So anyway, during this very intimate, Dude, I cannot song believe I've in this forgotten about this. intimate location. Yeah, yeah. The crowd hushed, as you said. They paid attention. They wanted to be there. It was like to listen. Deathly silent. Wasn't you could it? hear a pin. Yeah. You could also hear my phone ring. Yeah, yeah. Not only could we hear your phone ring, Lee. I remember that what the ringtone was, and I remember that it was so loud that every single person in the venue, including the band, looked directly at you. What was the ringtone, Lee? <laughs> Lady fucking Gaga. <laughs> Lady Gaga. <full laughs> it's like the most intimate and beautiful <laughs> moment. And he, right, I'm going to tell you something, listeners. What he did, instead of just taking it out of his pocket, turn it off, and then f- fuck off immediately out of the room. I don't know if you remember this bit. Yeah. You picked up, <laughs> you, you got the phone out of your pocket, turned the ring off, and went, I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Oh my god. Yeah, you have been him. I mean, I, I'm god, I have too, man. But I can't believe that until you started doing that story, <laughs> I had completely forgotten about that. Oh, and I wish it had stayed that way, but Lady fucking Gaga. <laughs> <laughs>